Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Tuesday to you. It's Tuesday, March the 16th. The Sixers have a game tonight. They host the New York Knicks, uh, first of a back-to-back to play the Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow night. So the Knicks are coming off of a game last night, a heartbreaking loss to uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, that was a bizarre ending of a game, y'all, just a bizarre ending. I mean, take a second to talk about it a little bit. Julius Randle is trying to attempt a three. I believe they were down by three points. He tries to attempt a three. Kyrie blocks it, puts his hands on the ball. Julius comes back down. The ref calls up and down. Right? And Julius is upset, this and that. Next thing you know, I think they, they, they tie guy from Brooklyn. Brooklyn goes down, makes the, the shots, and they end up winning by five. But after the game, Julius was furious. And rightfully so. I mean, it was a tough way to lose. You know, on a, on a initially, it's like dark in Brooklyn, right? So, like, initially when I watched it on TV, I felt like, oh, man, dang, he did up and down. Like, oh, dude, like, you know, you're an all-star. You know not to do that. NBA, you know not to do that. But, um, and when they showed the review, Kyrie actually had his hands on the ball. He was kind of blocked it. So, you know, it was just a bad miss. But it was a tough one to lose for them. But today, what I want to really talk about in the first segment is, do the Sixers really need to upgrade? I mean, the Sixers have been playing. They've been balling as of late. You know, they're on a five-game winning streak. But do they really need to do an upgrade? I mean, do they really need to, like, make a trade to upgrade this roster? Second segment, you know, we'll talk about this uh, this tough stretch that's going on and how teams are playing. The third one, you know how we do. Something that comes to mind, we'll just talk about it. You know, but before we get started, I want to let you guys know, in addition to being the host of this podcast, I am the, the Philadelphia Inquirer's beat, 76ers beat writer. <coughs> so you can get my stuff at Philadelphia Inquirer or phillyinquirer.com. Um, Pick it up in the Philadelphia Daily News Inquirer. You can also follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. That's P-O-M-P-E-Y on Sixers. Instagram, same thing. P-O-M-P-E-Y on Sixers. Sorry about that earlier. I just had a little cough. In my throat. Mm, I had to drink something to get a little tinkling out my throat. But look, you know, you look at the 76ers and you say to yourself, man, time is going by. We know that this roster needs some some tweaking. But the more that this bench plays starting to come together, the more that they keep winning. Do you really want to get rid of somebody? Do you really want to get rid of an asset that a team would want? You know, there are certain guys on this team right now. Like Danny Green brings leadership. Dwight Howard brings leadership. They also have those championship qualities, right? I mean, they, they won championships. Like Danny Green won three. Dwight won one last year with the Lakers. Joel Embiid is injured. So right now you look at Dwight and you say that 
you know, he's more valuable than than he was a couple of days ago, and he was valuable then, right? So, now they they do have some guys like Vincent Poirier and and Terrence Ferguson's guys who really don't play a lot, don't play at all, rather. You know, they're not in the rotation. Maybe you can send them in the deals, but the thing is, you know. The guys like a Matisse Seibel, you, you, you don't want to get rid of him. A guy like a Tyrese Maxey, mm, you don't. But those two guys are arguably probably the most enticing pieces for an opposing team who they want. They would want one of their young stars, right? But you look at it and you say to yourself, okay, so if I bring someone in, is that person actually going to make us a lot better? I mean, are they? Now, Kyle Lowry, we talked about him before. You know, the thing about Kyle is the way that the Clippers are struggling, if I'm the Clippers, right, and the, the pressure that goes with the Clippers, like the Clippers play in L.A., like they're tired of being in the shadows of the Lakers, right? So when the Clippers are imploding, you got Paul George, you gave him all that money. You want to keep Kawhi. You want him to stay, right? You're doing all this, all the pressure that comes with um, Ty Lu and them coaching. You'll say, you know what? We got to go out there and we got to go get this guy. Talking about Kyle. Kyle Lowry. So with that being said, the assets that they're willing to give up are probably going to be more than what the Sixers have, right? So if you're the Sixers, are you going to try to match that, give up stuff that you don't, like you feel uncomfortable giving up? Just to get a guy who may walk at the end of the year. You know? I mean, who knows? Sometimes you broker deals with people, but you never know what's going to happen. So to me, that's the thing that's tricky right there. And then you look at it and you see how the Sixers are playing. And you're saying to yourself, like, man, this bench is playing better. I mean, this bench is playing well. I mean, look at Matisse, look at Ferk, look at all these other guys, look at T- Tobias. Tobias just keeps showing everyone that they were wrong for not making making him an all-star. The snub, right? You know, I mean, heck, here's the thing about, some people are going to say, yeah, they beat Brooklyn, no, yeah, they beat Chicago, they beat Washington. Well, yes, they are win- losing teams. But at the same time, they were two losing teams who were playing at a high level before the All-Star break. So when you look at it that way, you say to yourself, you're like, wow, these were quality wins, especially the first one without Embiid and Simmons. And then the second one was without Simmons. So they were pretty quality wins. I mean, you know, you got to be real with yourself. They were they were quality wins by the Sixers. You know what else is quality? The people at Rock Auto. Rock Auto is quality. Like, I really like Rock Auto, right? You know, the thing is, you know, Rock Auto is one of those places, like, where you go there and you can get your car parts, you can do whatever you want, right? RockAuto.com. You go there, I mean, you know, here's the thing. There's times when, you know, sometimes you don't want to go to a store. You don't want to go other places. You know exactly what you want to get. You don't want to deal with the hassle of someone trying to sell you something that you really don't need. 
That's why you need to go to Rock Auto, right? They'll take care of you. They have everything you have. You just All it is is just going online and, 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 and punching in and getting the things that you need. You can't beat it. Go to rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. Do it today. Seriously, don't waste your time. Do it today. Now, the, the, here's the thing. Something that I really want to talk about. So we talk about, you know, this podcast and other podcasts. The one thing I have to tell you is that this podcast comes to you five days a week. Five. There's no other podcast that covers the Sixers that come to you five days a week. But in, like I said before, in addition to being a host of this podcast, I am the Philadelphia Inquirer beat writer for the Sixers. So I'm close to the team, you know. This year is a little crazy with the Zoom and all that, but it's not like I'm somebody living in Omaha, Nebraska, or Alaska. You know, I'm right here. I go to the games, home and away, and I'm here. I see the inside. So, but again, it's important for you to follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixes, on Instagram at Pompey on Sixes. So do that. Now, we talked a minute ago about. You know, the Sixers having a five-game winning streak, right? But then when you look at it, you also say, well, the Brooklyn Nets are right behind them. KD is still hurt. Blake Griffin has yet to play a game. There were some people thinking that they may make another move with him. And, him. and they're a five-game winning streak and a half a game behind the Sixers. It's like... The Sixers keep winning. They keep doing everything. And this team is probably at 80%. Talking about Brooklyn. Now, I know that Joel Embiid is out. But KD has been out. Kevin Durant has been out for a couple for a while now. Right? So, when you factor all that in, that's where you can say to yourself, like, maybe they may need to make a move. Right? Because the thing is, when we talk about the regular season and we talk about a lot of other things, we kind of get tricked. And what I mean by that is, and I and believe me, I, I, what I mean by that is the game in the playoffs goes to such a higher level. The first round of the playoffs goes up. The second round takes another step up. I have yet to cover a West, I mean, an Eastern Conference Finals, so I can't tell you that. I can tell you what people tell me, but I'm just telling you what my eyes is a completely different game from the regular season to the first round, from the first round, second round. Second round probably has to do with better teams, you know, more qualified teams and, you know, stuff like that, but the level of play, a level of competition is, is up. But the play is up, too. So, a lot of times we get tricked. We see guys excelling in the regular season. We see them doing things. And we say to ourselves, like, why aren't teams stopping said player from doing this and doing that when we see it all the time? Right? We always say that. Like, how come people don't defend this guy this way? But then next thing you know, when we go to the playoffs – 
then you start seeing that guy get defended, defended that way. See, the thing about the NBA season is they play so many games, so many games, to whereas, <coughs> excuse me, they're implementing things as it's going on. They, if you have a back-to-back, let's just say you got a back-to-back, right? So that morning of the second day of the back-to-back, you'll have a team meeting or whatever. Coach will go over a few things. But in the playoffs, you have a couple days to dissect things. Now, I know this is a long-winded way of getting to the point, but what I'm just trying to say is that right now, although players are playing well, we have to know that teams are going to go after their weaknesses in the postseason. And that's when you're going to have to find other guys that's going to help you out. Because I'm here to tell you, you know, yesterday I was on the Mikey Miss show and he asked me about KD, Kevin Durant. And they're like, yo, man, his injury might be a little worse than what it is. Well, we're talking about a hamstring. The thing about a hamstring is you don't want to rush a hamstring back, right? Now, secondly, if you're the Brooklyn Nets and you see where Joel Embiid is going to be out for at least a couple weeks, and, you know, bone bruises are something that you really know, never know when that thing is going to be over. I mean, Paul Pierce had one in his knee. He was affected by it for eight months. Now, he played, but he couldn't jump. There were certain days he couldn't get out of bed, couldn't get up, he couldn't do whatever. But he played now, right? But he wasn't himself. So if you're the Brooklyn Nets and you know that about Joel Embiid, and your goal is to say, all we want to do is win the chip, you got Kevin Durant nursing this, but yet and still you guys are half a game. Heck, yeah, you're going to keep him out another week or two. I mean, the thing is, it's like be healthy. Be healthy when the playoffs start. Because, believe me, it's fine. Like, if you're Brooklyn, you Brooklyn is in a better position than the Sixers are right now. And what I mean by that is right now they, they're acquiring players, all right? They're in second place by half a game without their best player. And they're acquiring more players who have yet to play. Now, the biggest problem that they're going to have is when they all come back, it's like roles. Or everybody know what their role is going to be, right? But right now, they're looking at it like, look, they're playing games every other day. He has a bad hammy. Let's just make sure he's 100% before he comes back, you know? That's all that's about. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, I mean, everything should work out. You know, one thing that we'll also see about is bet online AG. Now, the people who know me, y'all know that I'm not really a bet gambling man. I don't really gamble. But I but you know, I get stuff from Bet Online a lot. Like, you know, they'll send me the odds. Like yesterday, they sent me the odds on uh, the MVP race. Now, LeBron has overtaken uh, Joel Embiid as the favorite, um, and they gave me the odds. I took and tweeted it out. The thing about Bet Online AG is like we know the NFL season is over, but college basketball, the NCAA tournament is in full swing, right? So is like baseball is coming back, all types of stuff, right? 
go to Bet Online AG. They give you like info that you need to help you out. Seriously, I mean it's go it's BetOnline.ag. You go there and you can just do whatever bets you want. Do everything. It's great. I'm just telling you, take your time today. Don't do it right now, but do it when you get done with this podcast. And just go there and see whatever you want and whatever they have. It's going to help you out tremendously, I'm telling you. But be, before you get off your computer, <laughs> I'm telling you, you better go to BuiltBar.com. Today is a crazy day. If you can hear me crinkling this. This morning, I had myself a lemon almond cheesecake Built Bar with my cup of coffee. The dog is somewhere chilling, <laughs> playing with him a little bit. But um, my morning is set up right. You know, the thing about Built Bar is, see, right now I said this is a cheesecake, lemon cheesecake. It's only 121, only 120 calories. So this thing tastes good. It was great. I had the best fill, the coffee, and I don't, and I feel good. 120 calories. So what I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all need to go out here and get yourself Built Bar. It's funny, you know, it's weird because, you know, my daughter was telling me a couple of days ago that, Daddy, you know, I had a Built Bar. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, you like it? She's like, yeah, yeah, I do, I do, I do. So something inside was saying, like, yeah, that's good. But also was like, let me know when you eat them. Don't eat all my stuff. <laughs> so that's how it goes. But now, when we talk about the team, you know, I do believe that they're still going to make some moves. They're going to have to make moves. But I think they're going to make moves that's going to complement the roster, not get rid of some players that they need. Because right now, it doesn't make any sense getting rid of Ben Simmons or Tobias Harris or anyone like that. It doesn't. And the thing you have to ask yourself is, are you willing to get rid of some assets? If you get rid of some, like, future draft picks and stuff like that, I know you can factor in, like, this team's supposed to be good. The draft picks aren't going to be that good. They're not going to do this and that. But draft picks are kind of, like, nowadays, like currency. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I could throw this in here, too, to help with the deal. It's like, well, that's what people use them for. It's like chips. You know what I mean? Like chips. It's like an extra. Um, But the thing is, it's like, you got to be careful. Are you going to be all in? Honestly. Is this person that you're going to pick up, is that person definitely going to make sure, make make you an Eastern Conference finalist? Or someone who can get to the finals? Or is it just someone that the other team really doesn't want and they have an expiring contract and they're trying to get get something back for them? You know, there's a lot of stuff. That's the thing you have to be careful with. But I want to thank y'all for listening. I want y'all to have a blessed day. And peace.